I don't even know what synopsis to give. Okay, where did the movie start? I don't remember where the movie started. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Oddities. I'm Cassie. I'm Anna. And we're together in person today. Yay! So... Um, oh, before I forget, please check out the description for our social information. Please follow <sighs> along. Anna just threw out her neck. And please, uh, also, uh, shop our merch store. And, um, Patreon. We have a Patreon if you want to donate to our show. You can do it for as little as $1 per month slash whatever your equivalent currency is. That's right. How are we? Uh, well. <laughs> well, since I asked. you should ask. Yeah. So, this week, we are <gasps> reviewing Wait. What? Happy 100th episode! Oh my god! Yay! Wow! Oh my god. So, if you guys have been with us from the beginning, if you're just starting listening, thank you so much. We're on our 100th episode fucking episode can you believe that and we're almost at twenty three thousand downloads we're not gonna hit the 25 by my birthday like i thought but that's okay we're still doing pretty well thank you so much for listening many thanks you guys are the best we've enjoyed getting to to know those of you who have written in and you know we're happy that we can be a part of uh your lives to all the people who are listening yeah and if you want to write in oddities.talk at gmail.com yes also in the description and yeah so we decided to kick off our 100th episode, we're going to review The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It. Which is coincidentally not called The Conjuring 4, so if you try to look <laughs> it up, don't use that because it didn't work. <laughs> and um, I think, I think, well, if you're a patron, you'll also get to see our reactions to the movie live. Uh-huh. Uh, so in this episode, it's going to be us mainly reviewing it and talking about it, talking about what could have gone wrong what could have been better. Yeah, what could have gone wrong. The whole movie. <laughs> um, but, and then uh, on the Patreon, where it's basically just, you're just going to join us watching it. Yeah, we're watching together. It's like a watch party. It's actually very fun. It is. We sh- I should have made snacks. Oh my god. Wow. We had no snacks. We literally were like, let's jump into this. Let's do this. Our setup, too, was so, okay, well, whatever. It was chaos. If you want to see it, donate to our show. That's right. <laughs> So, okay, so we're going to do this like we did The the Boy 2, which turned out to be our favorite episode of 2020. Oh my god, that was a riot. That was rich. It was. That was a great, great episode. It was. So, um, so I, I will, I will do the summary. Well, okay. So if no one has seen The Conjuring. Spoilers galore, so if you haven't, yeah, so just. That too. Like, you know, this is what you came for. Right. If. You haven't seen The Conjuring. Basically, The Conjuring movies follow the stories. True is a... Is Quote, a, unquote, true story. Right. That's an intense <laughs> word to put it in front of all this. But it's about uh, Ed and Lorraine Warren, who were demonologists. Yeah. And Spookala Bookala investigators. <laughs> yeah. AKA two excellent con people, in our opinion. But that's... Yeah. Yeah. And, and uh, go listen to our episode about Ed and Lorraine Warren, and you'll hear me shit all over them. Oh, we were wee babies. That's like one of our earliest episodes. Mm-hmm. Wow. Yeah. So, okay, so buckle up, everybody. <laughs> buckle up, buttercups. This is going to be a rude one. 
So the movie starts and here we are in this house. First of all, first of all, the way this house is built, the corner of the house faces the street instead of the front of the house facing the street. It was so very who, bizarre. Whoever was the, the land planner for that should be shot. Anyway, we're also as a big sidebar, whoever was the lighting person should be fired. <laughs> Who the fuck lit this movie? Because this movie was the darkest movie, not like dark as in like heavy material, but like dark as in literal lack of light. Right. Yeah, so dark. What Whoa. are we looking at? Oh, great angle. Oh, good, you can yeah. see everything going on. What? I literally can't even see what's happening. Whoever lit this movie is an asshole. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, here we are. We're and we're hanging out. We're not really hanging out. We're conducting an exorcism with Ed and Lorraine and, and this family. And there's this little boy with these horrendous huge glasses. Also, not a great actor. Not a great actor. And the kid. Nobody really was. No, there was not a single good actor in this movie. <laughs> The kid is sweating profusely, and, you know, we are to understand that this kid has a demon inside of him. Right. Okay. And then all of a sudden, they're like, well, that's enough for tonight, so they send the kid up to bed. Yeah, they were just like, bye. They're like, good night, good night, George. I think his name was George. No, it wasn't George. Oh, my God. Also, if, <laughs> if you are subscribed to Patreon, our confusion was unbelievable. We, we spent most of the movie debating who people were. Yeah, also Lorraine Warren's wardrobe. Oh. So anyway, so George, I'm calling him George the kid. I don't know what the fuck the kid's name is, yeah. but he goes to bed. All right. And then all of a sudden, so the, the we're all led to believe that the, the adults are all hanging out downstairs. And then the kid wakes up to some large, large, <laughs> that's not what I meant, oh. loud knocking. I was like, large? Large knocking. Also, they've already <clears throat> done this this scare so many times in every single movie that I was like, why are, why is this back? Yeah. And, and so the kid runs to the bathroom and hides in the, sh in the shower where the demons can't get us apparently. Right, right. Okay. Right. So then, um, and then there's a big it moment where blood comes out of the faucet. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh and there's like a hand over the top of the shower curtain, but we like, don't really know what that's about. No. And it also never gets explained. No. And then, the, so the kid gets showered None in blood. None of that gets explained. I just realized as we're talking about it right now. They totally, and we didn't actually ever really see the demon. No. So. And then when we did, it looked. Uh, it looked like, well, we'll get to it. So anyway, oh all right. God. So, so we take a shower in blood. He's a quick bath. The kids, the, the kids, the parents finally show up to this rodeo and kick down the bathroom door and the father walks in. There's no blood, by the way. The blood's gone. It's very... It's all been very, cleaned up. It's very clean. Very reminiscent of it. And then the kid pops out of the shadows and he stabs his father in the groin and then starts twisting it around. Oh, shit. I forgot that happened. Yeah. And so then, so then of course, Ed, Ed Warren is like, oh, the priest shows up in the meantime. So they were just like doing this willy nilly without a priest beforehand, right. by the right. way. And then, so then the priest shows up and we're like, oh, great. Padres here. So then, oh, Padre. so then Ed has the kid in like a headlock and he's like, it has to happen now, father. And so the, the, the priest starts, oh, they carry the kid downstairs and he's like scratching the walls without touching the walls. It's like, again, so, never explained. We're all supposed to be like, Ooh, you know, <laughs> scary, whatever. So then, <laughs> so then they throw the kid on the, on the dining room table. Yeah. Lorraine clears the dining room table like she's a magician. Yeah, she just, like, swipes the shit off with one arm. And then they throw the kid on the table, and there's, like, three really, really weak people holding the kid down. 
Even though Ed couldn't hold him. Lorraine's being useless because apparently she's seeing visions of God knows what the fuck. We don't even know what the hell's going on at that I, point. I think she was seeing visions of, like, the, the altar yeah. and shit. But anyway, we'll get to that. And then the kid starts foaming at the mouth. And then he starts... It's like a whole thing. He's, his bones are cracked. Like, he's bending all... He, I mean, he is a bendy motherfucker. He really is. Th- this movie just took everything that Every people... horror movie, like, trope. trope. And threw it into one they movie. They really did. I mean, the, yeah, like, there was a lot of contortion in this. If you're a fan of contortion, the, this was like Cirque du Soleil <laughs> in movie form. <laughs> it really was. I mean, this... Especially I, with the little kid, like, at one point his head is, like, under his armpit or something, and you were like, what the... Yeah, you're like, damn. Damn. What, what's going on with that? So, uh, but then... Damn, George. What happened? Oh, but then... Okay, so then the kid's sister's boyfriend... Oh. looks the kid in the eye and is like get out of him and take me instead and then he says take me like 17 times and but okay so the little boy he's seven jump now i have a nephew who's seven mm-hmm. and my nephew is made of bricks i will say he's he's built solid mm-hmm. he could not torpedo a man to the floor you know what i'm saying the way this oh. this little boy does to ed warren oh yeah this little boy like runs off the table and just like owns ed warren <laughs> which was maybe one of the best parts of the movie he just straight up erlackered him to the floor <laughs> oh meanwhile ed warren starts having a heart attack right so he's just like having a moment and then the other the boyfriend is like right take me instead and then his eyes get weird and so we're led yeah. to believe that in fact the demon is in him right great we flash forward and we're having a barbecue. Oh my god, I forgot that's what happened. Right? This movie is very disjointed. We're all over the place. So we're having a barbecue with the family. The boyfriend's there and he's wrestling with the little boy in, in honestly kind of a really weird, kind of like creepy way in my mind. Yeah. It was a little creepy. Yes. Anyway, uh, that's it. Nothing really happened. Oh, yes. Okay, so the boyfriend goes in the... <laughs> The boyfriend goes in the house. Oh, yeah, they spill the marbles. Uh, he goes in the house to get something. You know, he someone's looking... The meat. Oh, the meat. The meat's in the house, of yeah. course. So he goes to get the meat, and he's walking in the kitchen. You like how that detail I remember. But yeah, we, why is we, that what you but remember? We but we can't remember character names. I know, Jesus. So, and he's in the kitchen, and one of the cereal boxes on the counter starts moving. Oh. You know, we're all like, ooh. Spooky. Spooky cereal. And then the cereal falls over, and it's a rat. So then he starts following the rat, and then he finds this spot on the wall, another thing that was never explained. Never explained. It's this black, gooey hole on the wall, and he looks in it, and I we refer to it as a glory hole like six or seven times, so... Yeah, that's true. Clip right here of that. Yeah. There's a hole? It's a glory hole. Why did you... Ew. Why, why did you... Oh my god, now I'm desperately afraid of a penis coming out of it. dick just came out of it. <laughs> Peak. Honestly, that'd be the scariest part of this whole the movie. The one-eyed snake. Where's the glory hole? What's going on here? Something that we missed the first time. The glory hole. It's a dick. There it is. The glory hole's the glory entrance. Holes. And oh, he never sees anything, right? Nothing happens. Oh, but then all of a sudden, this pilgrim is standing behind him and like choking him or something. And that's when the pilgrim looks like him. Yeah, the pilgrim looks like him. So, which they also never explain. Which they don't explain that either. So he gets he gets choked by a pilgrim version of himself. After looking in the glory hole. And the, that's and then, it. And then we have a terrific fade out, fade in scene, which I fucking couldn't stand. <laughs> yeah, clip here of that, too. I hate the cuts. What are we looking at? What the hell was what that, is that cut? I hate You'll feel these better. cut scenes. Well, Look at that abrupt cut scene. I are. can't stand now it. Now we're lighting. Oh, God, the cut scenes. <laughs> yeah, and uh, so so we fade to black, okay? and it, So we're led to believe that maybe he enjoyed the barbecue. I don't 
I don't know. But did he ever bring out the meat? Did he bring out the meat? Did they ever have their burgers? I really don't know where we landed with that. We have the meat. We've got the meat. So then, after everybody had the meat sweats, we're now, we're now flash forward and the girl and the boyfriend, the sister and the boyfriend are living, they're living, they're like renting from this creepy fucking guy named, what the fuck was that guy's name? Vito. I have no idea. It was like Bonzo. No, it was, it was like. Bonzo. It was something stupid. Bruno. 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 They're renting from Bruno. Also, he has a dog kennel in there. I don't know. This also is... never explained. No. This guy was the most obnoxious person in the universe, and he looked like he had never washed his hair in his entire life. But then they also, like, were living there for free, and then she's. She watches the, the kennel, kennel, but then is telling him what to do. Because they're going away, but we don't know where they go to. They don't go anywhere. No. And I'll tell you why they don't go anywhere. Because he has Segway. a psychotic snap. He freaks the fuck out and starts hallucinating, and then he's, he, uh, he stabs a 22 times. We also don't know the relevance of the number 22. That's another thing that doesn't get answered, because that comes back to later. But anyway, he stabs Bruno <sighs> 22 times. And then we cut. We have another fade. Ugh. Another fade, and uh, now he's walking down the road, and, like, a cop pulls up, and, oh, and his eyes are, like, all glazed over. Not the cops, the kids. And then, and <laughs> That would have been better. Yeah, and then, like, the cop's like, uh, okay, don't move, or whatever, and he turns around and he's covered in blood, which is what we see in the trailer. Right. By the way, the trailer made this look better. I have to tell you, the trailer, basically, if you want to watch the movie, but in a condensed version, watch and the you trailer. S- still don't want to know what's going on because you don't get answers anyway, watch the trailer. Right. Right. It's like three minutes compared <laughs> compared to nearly two hours of this shit. I have to, Horror movies should not be longer than an hour and a half. It was so long. If you have to spend almost an hour proving your point, it's too long. What happens after the cop finds him? I have no idea. He goes to jail. Ed and Lorraine are like, he was possessed. And then Oh right, they have a they have a conversation with his lawyer. And they're like, let us convince you that possession is real. And then all of a sudden we're in the court. We're right. in the courthouse and the and the lawyer's looking scared. So apparently Ed and Lorraine convinced her Right. Of of spook, Something. spooky bookies. So Although no one's sure what. No, because they didn't show us ha- having dinner with the lawyer. So <laughs> So we're we're in the courthouse. Um and she's like, okay, he pleads not guilty. And then, like, we're outside of the courthouse. And then she's like, oh, Ed's in a wheelchair. Oh, he was in the hospital for a while, too. Oh, so oh. many scenes of that. So anyway, he's out of the hospital. Now he's in a wheelchair. And we're, we're outside the courthouse. And then the, the lawyer's like, oh, by the way, your whole, the whole case, like, rests on your shoulders. Right. And so they, they decide, well, we have to go back to the beginning. So they start reviewing everything. And then we go to... Where we picked up with the family and the child four months prior to that. Yeah, so we're listening to the recordings. Right. Right? But it, they're showing it like we're seeing it in real time. Yeah, so they're showing it like the family's just moved in. Right. The kid finds this w- freaky sex den of a room. Okay, I'm gonna be honest. That's exactly what it was. The people yes. who lived in this house before were into some freaky shit. You know, the kid walks in, there's like a giant waterbed, and there's a mirror above it. There's a mi- Well, there's a mirror on the on bed, the bed frame. On the bed. No, it's not on the ceiling or any- Yeah, right. Oh, so, if it was on the ceiling. Oh. I, I wish it was on the ceiling. Oh, I wish so there was like- funnier. I wish there was like a disco ball. Like, I wish there was just like like- have you ever seen Have you ever seen that movie with Goldie Hawn? Um, Almost famous. No, no, it's. Um, <laughs> I'm just kidding. That's, that's Kate Hudson. <laughs> oh, oh, don't get me fucking started on Kate Hudson. But I mean, Goldie Hawn and and it's like a murder. Irrelevant. But anyway, in in the movie, there's this 
this guy that hits on her and he takes her back to his apartment and he's like into freaky shit so it's like blow up dolls and like the the bed comes out of the wall and they're like like do 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 music plays what <laughs> I, don't know. I just I wish that they had like doubled down on it. Also, all the speaking of jokes, all the jokes in that movie fall incredibly flat. Ew, they're yeah, what, uh, they're poorly timed. They're poorly written. They're poorly delivered. It was bad. It was really bad. Anyway, we're in this room with the waterbed. Oh yeah. And the kid's dicking around on the waterbed, which like don't don't do that because there's body fluids. But anyway, he's on the waterbed. Also, why do people buy waterbeds? I don't know. This was 1981. Which we found out. Which we found out halfway too, into the movie. Way too far into the movie. So, anyway, the kid the kid is, like, I don't know, laying on the waterbed already. And then there's a face that shows up in the waterbed. That's right. And somehow the kid sees it, even though he's laying on the waterbed. So we determine that the kid has eyes on the side of his head and maybe uh. in the back of his head. Mm-hmm. So, clip here, because I'm pretty sure I said that. There's rough waters, Captain. There's this- <laughs> oh, there's a face. Punch it. No? Okay. Also, how did he know there was a face there? Yeah, he was laying the other way. How did he... Like, he, he wouldn't have felt perhaps it. Perhaps the spookiest thing of all is that he has eyes on the sides of his head. I knew it. And perhaps in the back. Anyway, he starts to get off because apparently he sees the face. And then an arm reaches through the waterbed and starts to pull him towards the... And he, like, smacks his head on the bed and, you know, this, that, or the other. I don't know. And then it's... I mean... Th- and he's freaking out and then the, the family runs in. Which, that whole scene doesn't make any sense. It doesn't do anything for us. And it it doesn't line up with the story that they tell later. Yeah. Because then in that scene, the when they flash forward again, which is flashback, flash forward, like, this is so We're all over stupid. the place. It's all over the map. Yeah. And th- when they flash forward again, she's like, so he summoned it, that scene? Like, no, he obviously didn't. Yeah. We never find out who summoned it. No, we don't. It, the whole thing's stupid. So, so <laughs> they blame the kid playing on the waterbed for summoning the demon, basically, right. is, the, is the bottom line there. So then we're back in the present, I guess. Who knows? Who knows at this point? What happens then? I I just want to say that this is probably my new favorite thing. We stopped watching the movie and then instantly started recording and we already can't remember what happened. We literally just finished the movie and I can't remember what happens after this. Oh, so they're talking about the waterbed and then the sister's like, oh, but it left damage on the floor. Ah, uh, that's right. And there's water damage on the floor and they're like, oh, can we... Ed's like, can we see the damage? And Lorraine's <laughs> like, oh, yellow... See the damage. So then they go and they look at the damage. And you're like, see, and the girl's like, see, it's water damage. And Ed's like, that's not water damage. So we're led to believe it's demon damage, apparently, right. because now they like to fuck up your house on top of fucking up your life. <laughs> right. And so, Ed sends Lorraine under the house. Right. Because Ed, Ed is now out of the wheelchair, by the way, and he has a cane, which he uses later for vandalism. Right. <laughs> of this poor like funeral parlor. But anyway. Uh, so Lorraine's crawling under the house. Oh, and then she finds Here we the are. Thing. Here we are. Yeah, yeah this yeah. is this is one of my favorite parts. This is what they arrive at yeah. as the crux of a lot of this. So she's crawling under the house, and there's, like, rats and shit. And then I go on about how there's many cobwebs and also probably centipedes. Definitely centipedes. So put that right here. Yeah. I, my ass wouldn't go in there unless I had a flamethrower. <laughs> Big time. Burn the cobwebs. I'd be more fucking afraid of rats and shit. There are for sure centipedes down here. Oh. Absolutely. Then... Uh, we see that there is, in fact, some sort of wrapped-up object under the house, and I am convinced it's a head. 
Anna's convinced it's a hand. Then we're just convinced it's a body part. Yeah, it's true. And then, lo and behold, it's not—it's none of those it's things. It's literally the least exciting thing they could have done. It looks like a like a fifth grader's craft. Yes. And we are led to believe what this is, is it's a, quote, witch totem made by Satanists. <laughs> so it's a witch totem made by satanists mm. so we got three very different things there we have a witch situation a totem and then we have satanists right these three things i mean call me call me naive but i don't think they all hang out together in a single party generally speaking so no it seems like they the writers room took a lot of hot button words and just shoved them together yeah they like in the writers room they're probably like google they're like www.google.com they're like <laughs> scary witchy words i like the, <laughs> I like the you I like type www.google.com. I know, and I was I was air typing too. Anyway, uh, we find the totem, and magically Lorraine has an encyclopedia of every priest in the universe in her head, and she knows exactly which priest to talk to because Ed's like, "Hey," or he's like, "Hey, Lorraine." <laughs> he's like, "Hey, doesn't this totem look like that totem from that one case several years back?" And she's like, "Oh yeah, Father." Whatever. Whatever. And so, and then later on in the movie, she she recalls two other priests she, at the drop of a hat. She recalls a priest that works in a prison. Like, how do you know that man? How does she know that man? Lorraine. Lorraine. Cancer. Yeah, you're right. Oh, good, good thing we. Oh, knew she him. just got uh, encyclopedic knowledge. Father Newman. Uh, Father Newman. Encyclopedic knowledge the, of all the priest fathers. Encyclopedia. Anyway, and we go and we go and see the priest who's now a farmer a chicken farmer in this red barn by a river. It's actually very oh scenic and pretty. Oh my god, I totally forgot about that this character existed. Yeah, and so and so they go to talk to this former priest and Ed goes to shake his hand and the priest is like, I have chicken shit on my hand. And that was our favorite line. <laughs> and that was the only good line from the movie. And then otherwise he speaks in like riddles. Also, with an English accent? Question mark? Maybe? Because I think he is English. Oh, I'm gonna find out. Yeah, I who is this guy? I couldn't go. I couldn't... English. Nope, we couldn't. We couldn't. I couldn't. That's it. That's the bottom line. John Noble. That's his name. He's from. Oh my God! I'm so annoyed. I didn't know it. Denethor from Lord of the Rings. You know the yeah, guy. Yeah, the one who chews on the fucking gross. Uh, yeah, he food. eats the he eats the tomato. Yeah, and right. And it's like really nauseating. And, it's, and he tries to burn his. And then he alive. tries to run off the cliff while yes. he's on fire. Yes. yes. Okay. Right. That guy. Anyway, he's much better in um, in Lord of the Rings. In Lord of the Rings, big time. So, oh yeah, and Pippin's singing that annoying song. He's like, yeah, yeah, man. Yeah, all right. Wow, everybody watch Lord of the Rings. Yeah, great movies. Don't get me started on Frodo. But anyway, all right. So here we are. One every one mention every podcast. Yeah, I know. Uh, it just wouldn't be the 100th episode if I didn't throw that in there. That's right. So anyway, the priest is apparently an expert, and he has all this demonic shit in his basement. Just which chillin'. also looks like an antique shop. Oh, yeah. All right? So, yeah. so Ed and his cane have to walk down the stairs, first of all. And Lorraine is at the top, and she's like, 
Oh, and I don't like this place. In her Lorraine voice. Ugh. Anyway, they get down there and he's speaking in riddles. We have no idea what this fucking guy is getting at, but the long and short of it is they get to walk away with like 60 demonic books from this guy. Right. And they and just load them up into the car and we're driving back to Connecticut and throw them on the kitchen table. Right. And then they have no other, like they have no protection. They're not keeping them in a room. They're not like dowsing them. Like they're just open. They're just open. While they're eating. They're just open on their kitchen table. It's very bizarre. Right. So then, is this when they went to talk to the detective about the missing girl? Maybe, but we totally forgot about Arnie. What about Arnie? Because then he goes to jail, and then he's got all that shit going on with him in jail. Oh, well, we mentioned that he went to jail. Arnie's hallucinating in jail, everybody. Arnie's the boyfriend. (laughs) Yeah, the one who kept saying, take me at the beginning. Why? What happens to him in jail? He's oh, he's like, like mopping the floor and then he starts for, seeing shit? Yeah, for reasons no one should We don't have. know, and we don't know why he's mopping. Yeah, and then they put him in a cell on his own, and the priest that only Lorraine knows the name of gives him holy water. Oh, that was later in the movie. Oh, it is? Yeah. <laughs> Where, oh, boy. Oh, this is a... Well, it just wouldn't be the hundredth episode of Oddities if we weren't all over the place. Also, this movie, I think if we described it the way it should have been, would make more sense. Probably. So, then... This is a mess. Then they get... They're like, oh... Uh, oh, the priest tells him to go find out. He's like, there is a totem like this in this one case. This was the case that was many years ago or whatever. And You have to go complete this quest to finish the mission. That's exactly it. So he's like, go seek your answers from, uh, you know, this detective in Massachusetts or whatever. So they go to Massachusetts and we're all over the place. We're road tripping left and right. Yeah. We go to Massachusetts. We're talking to a detective. Then we're all, we have to be sold on Lorraine's clairvoyant shit. Then that's a whole thing. And that's a whole fucking thing. And they're like, oh, which murder weapon's the murder weapon? And she's like, oh, it's this one. And then he agrees to drive them to the spot where it happened. And she's like, oh, you missed the turn. It was back there. That's where it happened. And then Lorraine goes through this bizarre sequence where she's reenacting this moment where two girls are meeting up in the woods. We think they have like a love situation going on, but we really do- We are not yeah. given any context about these people. No. Uh, and then uh, the one girl starts stabbing the shit out of her friend 22 times again, but we don't know what is up with the number 22. No. Other than we're feeling 22. Feeling 22. That's right. And uh, so so she starts, you know, like she's in Lorraine world and she's seeing all this happening and then she starts stabbing the air and then the girl who does the stabbing in, in, in Lorraine's mind when she's seeing all this, she takes off towards the cliff and she falls off the cliff. So now we finally know where this girl's body is. Right. By the way, because apparently these cops didn't think to dredge the lake. Dredge the lake. The lake that was like, I don't know, what, she ran maybe a quarter mile, maybe. I, I, I don't know if Ed could do it. Ed could do it. heart attack yeah. only stopping once. Only stopping once, and by the way, getting a little blurry, but that's okay. And then also lifting Lorraine then, over the cliff. Right, so Lorraine starts like, she's like, she finally comes to and she's standing on the edge of the cliff, and then there's like this like moldy hand reaches up and grabs her, which like, how would that happen? She was like a million feet off the edge. And also, I mean, off the ground. Terrible CGI, terrible green screens. Really bad. Anyway, it starts pulling off her off the end, and of course, in Lorraine fashion, she's like, Ed! <laughs> and that's like, you know, all we hear. And then, so Ed, post heart attack, post running through the woods, pulls Lorraine up off the edge, and, and Lorraine's saved, and we can all go to sleep tonight. <laughs> so then, then, <laughs> all right, then, then the detective like believes her they get to look at the case file they look right. at the case file and they You've find completed out completed the quest we completed the quest yeah what do we find out from the case file 
I don't know. There's a lot of debate on what that girl's name is, but we think it's Jessica. We, we think the dead girl might be Jessica, but we're just not sure. Oh, and then we... Oh, then we end up at the morgue. Oh, yeah, vandalism. Right, so now we decide it's a good idea to go check out the body that they found, which is labeled as Jane Doe, but we think it's Jessica. Also, they go to the morgue not during working hours. But also, who is Jessica? <laughs> Put the clips here. Who's Jessica? Who is Jessica? <laughs> Who's Jessica? Oh, is the girlfriend Jessica? Who the f- Who is Jessica? Who the fuck is Jessica? Is that is that his girlfriend's name? I don't know her name. They keep Maybe calling each other babe. Is this, wait, wait a minute. Is this their daughter or is this the girlfriend? Oh, is- are they one and the same? So that we think that's the girlfriend and not the daughter? <laughs> this must be Jessica. No, no, I think Jessica- Is Jessica a dead girl? I think so. Oh, Jesus. He married Debbie. While in prison? Her name was Debbie. Who's Jessica, the dead girl? So then, uh, it's locked because it's like, you know, midnight. Alright. And, uh, Ed, Ed, Ed takes vandalism light. Ed takes his cane and breaks the door of this establishment, okay? And then we, we find our way to the morgue in the basement, which, by the way, I raise a very poignant question of... This is a morgue. Why are the lights on a timer? So why do all morgues have that green subway tile? What? Wh I, What's happening? I... Flames! <laughs> so then... Uh, okay, so then we get some spooky sequences, right? So, so, uh, Lorraine's like, Ed, I have to touch her hand! And so she touches her slimy, like, decomposed oh, hand. Oh, disgusting. And she's like, I don't sense anything. And then she's like, wait, there it is! The connection! We're never explained what- What the connection is. What is the connection? We don't know what the connection is, but the connection is referred to several times after this point. And why Lorraine can go inside her head. Right, so she's connected to- to the ultimate, I guess, villain. Ultimate. Ultimate villain. So anyway, right, so she's feeling this chick's hand and she feels the connection. Then this fat dead guy comes to life and starts charging Lorraine after First the all, lights go out. He's a mammoth of a man. This is a huge, I mean, he looked like the mountain from Lord, uh, he did. Not Lord, Lord of the Rings. From Lord of the Rings. From Game, Game of the Lords. From Game of the Lords. <laughs> Game of the Rings. Yeah. 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 Game of Thrones. That's and what he looked like. I mean, that's, I mean, he was a, just a huge fucking guy. As long as, just as well as getting the mountain to play a role, they also got the same lighting guy from the last season of Game of Thrones. That's exactly right. They they ripped everybody from that show. That's so, right. so, so poorly lit. The lights go out. Goodbye. Which, frankly, didn't make anything any worse than the lighting already was when the lights were on. Fair. So then Ed, you know, goes over and turns the lights back on, and we see the, the hulking man a dead guy come to life and he's charging Lorraine and then he Ed tackles Lorraine so she breaks the content with that slimy hand contact what did I say content, content. <laughs> she breaks the content she breaks the contact with the slimy hand and she's like back you know Lorraine's back they stop making media together <laughs> <laughs> no more social posts so then then the the you know that's it and and I guess like the hulking man you know once she snapped out of it oh but he comes back he comes back though he makes another appearance he sure does Covered dung and all. So really what we got out of this while she was having her visions is we determined that Lorraine is in fact mentally connected to the ultimate villain behind all of this, who is apparently a witch working at some sort of demonic altar. You know, we see the, the classic. We've got a bunch of fucking candles. Huge fire hazard. We've got, we've got a pentacle. Yep. There's a chalice yep. filled with something dark, so we can assume it's probably, I don't know, blood. 
I we just... dropped some matches. We got a picture of Arnie. We got a picture of, uh... I think it was just Arnie. Yeah, why is only Arnie's picture there? Why isn't Jessica's picture there? Wait a minute. But didn't they say... <laughs> Here we go. Here we go. Didn't they say they just need a child of the lover and a man of God? He yeah. said three. Yeah. So what was Jessica about? Maybe Jessica was the child. Because the child who was gonna be George, but then... But then oh, it didn't Arnie work. fucked it up. Oh, I see. That's what I'm thinking. But she wasn't a child. She looked like a teenager. Right. And then they. And, and I would have thought that maybe they would have been like the lovers. And then they weren't all connected then. No, they weren't connected, in fact, at all. We also, oh by the my way, God. we have no idea how the witch identified her victims. There is zero connection between any of these people. No. But anyway, that's what we take away from the morgue. There's a witch and she's doing some shit down in some dark. It looks like a dungeon. It does. And it's wet and. And Lorraine's like, I heard stony. a train. And she's dressed like a pilgrim, too. Not Lorraine, the witch. Also maybe Lorraine. But Lorraine, too. So, right. So then we, we finish up at the morgue. Then what happens? What happens after the morgue? I don't know. All of oh, now this that the entire movie has gone. Oh! <laughs> now that the morgue is done. I almost. Oh, man. We almost had to say goodbye to the mic. Now that the morgue is done, I think what happens is now we're back at the jail and the priest gives Arnie the holy water now. That's it. He gives Arnie the world's tiniest bottle. This bottle of holy water is the size of like the little alcohol bottles that you would see in hotels. In yeah, like mini like, fridges. Like the- Like nips. They're, yeah, they're like the little- Every time I see holy water bottles, they're all that size. Yeah. It's like a shot of holy water. Somehow Arnie manages to- Get the holy water in a sizable circle all around him. Not only that, a perfect circle. A perfect circle that hasn't spread like the water. And he doesn't overpour. No. It was well done. Well executed holy water circle by Arnie. Good work, Arnie. And and then he starts praying or whatever in there. It doesn't save his ass. It doesn't do anything, in fact, because a raging storm is blowing in and he gets a... Oh, Oh, the witch now is, like, taking over Arnie and makes him break the bottle in his hand, and then he gets a chunk of glass, and he slits his wrist. Oh, that's right. Right. But then Lorraine is like, stop! Yeah. And he And he stops. Because Lorraine is connected to the witch. Do you see where we're going with this? The fact is, there is no point to any of this. If you guys are sitting there thinking, this sounds absurd, it is absurd. This is not us being scatterbrained. This is just... This is how the movie went. the movie. So then Arnie's in the hospital wing of the prison, I guess. And can get visitors. And can have visitors because his girlfriend's there, who we thought was Jessica. Oh my God. It's not Jessica, then, it's his girlfriend. And then for a while we thought his girlfriend was the, their daughter. Was Judy, their was daughter. Judy. But Judy is in fact at college, we determined, because she was wearing a Yukon sweater when her dad had a heart attack. So anyway, then, ah, ah, many things happen at once. So Arnie's in the hospital. Okay, everybody just keep that in mind. Lorraine takes off to go back to the priest's house because she needs help. I think that's why. With something. She needs, or, yeah. Yeah, I think she so. She needs his, like, history. She needs his, she needs his assistance. Right. Uh, and, and Ed and their helper stay, the helper who had five lines the whole movie. Oh. They stay back to go through the files some more. It was just, like, you know, great. Really helpful. Very helpful work. The, they really found just... out, they discovered a useless plot point of where, that, Instead of one of the areas that one of these events happened far away in Boston, it's closer. And it forms a triangle, but we never really find out more about the triangle. And not only that, it didn't even matter. 
They were like, it's got to be somewhere in this location near a train track. And then all of a sudden, Ed's leaving the house. Yeah, and then then his partner's like, there's only one train track in this triangle. And, I mean, he doesn't say that, but, you know. He might as well. That's the long and short of it. So Ed takes off to the same house that Lorraine just arrived at with the old former priest who is now a chicken farmer. Denethor. (laughs) Denethor. And then so she's like, oh, (laughs) she's like, father, we tried calling. I, I need your help. What it's, is that? It's Ed. You know, it's whatever. So the so we find out essentially from, the priest leads her down to the creepy basement again. Oh my god! And he, what? After sitting in the dark, he's so weird. He's a weird guy. We find out, in fact, the witch is his daughter, who he had while he was a priest, and the mother died in childbirth, and nobody could know because he was a priest. Right. So she's so, and the, there are in fact tunnels under the house. So now we know where the dungeon is that Lorraine kept seeing when she was right. connected to the witch. Right. Bingo. So then... The, Bingo. Because so, now all these plot points add up. We're all finally clicking together in the last 15 <laughs> minutes. So then, here we are. So uh, the witch shows up, and the priest apparently has a change of heart, even though she's his daughter, and she and he's like, Lorraine, you know, go in this, this secret passage to the fucking dungeon. He leads her down to the tunnels. Behind the bookcase. Behind a sliding bookcase. He gives her a flashlight, finally. And again, there's a lot of spider webs. And there's a lot of shit... This guy, I mean, there's so much shit in the basement. Not literal shit. There's just crap everywhere. There's also probably literal shit. There's probably shit. And he puts a gun out on his desk. The the witch, the bruja, shows up. She slits his throat from across, she was, she across was the room. Across the room. But then she shows up behind this guy and slits his throat. And instead of taking the gun, she keeps her knife. She's old school. She is. And she, she leaves the cannoli. She leaves the cannoli and she, uh, you know, follows Lorraine into the dungeon. But Lorraine can see that she's following her because they're con- the connection. Right. The connection's back so we can see through each other's eyes. Right. And Lorraine spends <clears throat> 20 minutes trying to tip an oak table. I think it was stone. In multiple shots. That scene went on for so long. I think that scene was a really, I think it was literally like three and a half minutes of her trying to push over the table. And it's like, Lorraine... Get with the program. What are we doing? What are you What's doing? What's the problem? What is she trying to do? Lift the fucking table? Lorraine! Lorraine, what are you doing? Maybe give up this endeavor? I don't understand what she's trying to do. I don't is either. Is she trying to break the table? And then it's just the fisheye lens of the woman watching Lorraine getting closer. And then Lorraine, like, blinking a lot because we're thinking she's not seeing what she's seeing. She's seeing what the other chick's seeing. And it's, it's all so, fucking weird. so stupid. Great. So then Ed shows up. Ed. Ed. And he and he's like running around the property yelling Lorraine like he that's, does. That's literally what he's yeah, doing. Because it always happens in once in every Conjuring movie. <laughs> Somehow, Lorraine hears Ed from the basement dungeon through, through this the vent, vent, through this vent grate thing, and Ed finds a sledgehammer, opens no. it. Post heart attack, he opens this thing. Yeah. So Ed is on his like fifteenth heart attack at this point. I mean, he's like. He's on his last leg. We're not doing well. He forgot his fucking medication. Oh, that was the other thing. This is an important thing. Oh, we left our medication. Ed. Okay. Yeah. So then, then, um, he breaks in and he drops down with a sledgehammer. Then we find out, oh, Ed is the last part of the puzzle. He's the last person who's going to get possessed. The holy man. And in fact. Oh, right. Because that's what the, the priest tells Yes. The Lorraine. Lorraine before he sends there her to the dungeon. There has to be a child, a lover, and a holy man sacrificed. There has to be three people. So Ed's going to complete the trifecta. Right, because while this is happening with Lorraine trying to flip the table and all that shit, 
Arnie is like getting flung around in the air and is doing acrobatic tricks. Yes. Of Olympian we're, status. We're back. We're back to, we're back to Cirque du Soleil right. in the jail. Right. So then Ed starts walking around all possessed with his sledgehammer and going after Lorraine, and she's like, "Ed!" Hilarious. Would have been a hilarious way to end that movie. Ed. And we wish that Ed took her out with the sledgehammer, but he just couldn't do it. You know he just why? Couldn't do it. Because she had a big monologue about how. The witch thinks that their love is what makes them weak, but in fact, it's what makes them strong. And we oh see God. we see Ed and Lorraine in, like, 1940. It looks like the <laughs> post-World War II, maybe? I don't know what the fuck's going on there. It's very strange. Know. Really bizarre. And they're in a gazebo, and it's raining, and we're supposed to say, oh, God, they're just so in love. And, oh, Ed! So, anyway. She also has this monologue in her mind to his mind. Right. The connection. The connection. <laughs> it's back, but in a different form. Meanwhile... Meanwhile, the witch, what is the witch doing? She's just, like, hanging out She's at the altar. She's being a witch. Yeah. Oh, she does the one cool thing that we liked. Is she was pretending to be Lorraine, and then she rushed him, and she blew that shit in his face. Oh, and in fact, she wasn't Lorraine at all. That mm-hmm. was kind of cool. There was, like, a cool, th- a few cool things during this part. And that's what made Ed go after Lorraine. And all of a sudden, the there's two Lorraines? Wait, why is there why two are of there her? two of her? There was two of her. Because is one of them the witch? What was the point of that scene? What is it? We're never going to know why they were double. That whole scene was It was bizarre. weird. It was weird. Anyway, she gets through to Ed, and Ed doesn't sledgehammer her. Boo. Right. Instead, Ed goes and sledgehammers the stone table that Lorraine spent 45 hours trying to tip over. Like, right. she's a fucking She-Hulk. And they both ended up at the table. Yeah. Like, all that scrambling through all those Somehow tunnels, they all ended up at the table, because- nobody knew where they were going, and yeah. somehow- He smashes the table, so the ritual- Oh, and there's a curse- they, apparently, this is all a curse and a demon all at once, right? We missed this. It's uh, yeah, right. So he smashes it, and it's all kaput. So the witch it's is the witch is standing there, looking very like waif-like, by the way. Mm-hmm. And she and she starts doing her own Cirque du Soleil act. I mean, she we're sure twisting, does. where bones are popping, we're, we're turning every, around. Everything is. I mean, we are getting all kinds of mixed up. And, and we're doing the hokey pokey. <clears throat> we're turning ourselves around. We are. We are. And uh, and in fact, we find out the demon never really wanted to be there. It just got summoned. Right. So and it just needed a soul. It just needed a soul. And because this lady's such a bitch, apparently she doesn't have a soul. So the demon is out and about. The demon turns out to look like her for some reason, and then it snaps her neck. So I guess it took her soul. It took her soul, I guess. And, I guess. and then I guess it just like, you know, yippee, and then it left. It yippee skip back to hell. And then we go, we smash cut to Arnie, who's testifying that he was under, um... He was possessed. And that's his defense. And then they just do a, a font that says... He was convicted of manslaughter and spent five years in prison. We were like, oh! And so ultimately, the Warrens didn't come through. The possession defense didn't, didn't work. work. There Shocking. Was, there was not enough evidence to substantiate the claim. But guess what? Guess what? This is how the movie ends. He only serves five years in prison and marries his girlfriend, Debbie, while in prison. And, and now, they're still together today. And that, that's when we found out her name. And that's when we finally learned what the girlfriend's name was. And, and then... After they show that that font sequence, then they show us that Ed built Lorraine a gazebo, a gazebo, like just, just like when they were children or small. Even though they failed to protect this man, which is what they said so this, they would do. Yeah, this man finds out devastating news and essentially that Ed and Lorraine are huge letdowns. And then Ed and Lorraine are just happily in their backyard, living with their gazebo that Ed built. 
And After the, his heart attack, his 75 heart attacks. And the movie ends. And the movie ends. And that's what we, that's, that's what we got. Oof. So, yikes. What, what do we, th- if you were to rate this, what would you rate this movie? Out of, out of, like, ten. Out of ten? Yeah. What do they normally, no, they do it out of five. What, how about out of five? Oh my god. Wait, should we do it out of, like, five oddities eyeballs? Yes, put the eyes on the screen. Wow. Oh, wait, this is a, po- this is a, po- <laughs> this is a podcast, never mind. Okay, right. Check so, out the bonus episode. Check out the bonus episode. Donate to our show. Anyway. Um, yeah, how many oddities eyeballs would you give it? A half. A half? A half of an eyeball. Alright. I was bored as fuck. I'm gonna give it a full eyeball because I liked those couple scenes, like, when she, like, was Lorraine and then she rushed at him and she, yeah. was, like, there was, a like, two or three neat things that happened. We were like, oh, that was kind of cool. Mm-hmm. But overall... Enough to get one single eye. That's, that's a lot. That's a lot. But overall, the movie was quite a disaster. Yeah. It was exhausting. There's this... I'm gonna put the clip in because I know that it's somewhere. Oh, good. I just go... I was thinking about something completely else while I was monologuing. His wife was pregnant. I just thought about something else totally different while he was doing this monologue. I just completely stopped listening to him. Was it the priest? The priest was was going on his... He was, like, speaking in riddles, and we were like, oh, Jesus. I was like, oh, my... All of a sudden, I was like, ooh, what do I have to do tomorrow? I feel like I blacked out during some of this movie. I think I did, too, because I was... There's just certain points where I was like, I don't know what's going on, I don't care. Yeah, so I give it a full eyeball because of the couple of uh, cool editing sequences, but the story was horrendous. The acting plot was holes, terrible. Plot holes all over the place, terrible acting. No lighting. Lack of direction, horrendous lighting, uh, and um, really it wasn't that spookala pookala. No. There's, I There's think like there, a couple jump scares in there. There were one or there was one where we both jumped. Yeah. Oh, when the kid stood up and he had the thing. In the bathroom. Oh, oh my Ooh, god, I didn't kid. know the child was there! <laughs> Jesus! Oh, that yeah. That was in the yeah. first, like, four minutes. Yeah, and then we were bored the rest and of the And then we were bored. Yeah. Wow. What would you have done? Uh, also, what true story is this based I'm gonna, on? We should, we should cover this true story in a, in a follow-up episode. Because I know that name sounds familiar. Arnie What's-His-Face? Yeah. yeah. So what would I have done differently? I would have done the thing that I talked about while we were watching. Basically, my suggestion was that the woman should have been living in the house and doing this shit. Bingo. While they were living there. Oh, that's very the boy. I also would have liked a better explanation. Why the 22 stabbings every time? Also, why, like, why the number 22? Where, like, why did she turn into this, this, like, witch lady? You know, like, what, what drove her to become that? Uh, You know, I would have liked a stronger plot. Right. In general, I think I just... And I would have liked more spooks. You know, it's so sad to see what this, like, franchise has become because the first one was so good. I loved the first Conjuring. Right. It was original. You know, there was, like, a lot of really nicely done things, and it just sucks. Now they're just cheap, and they're just trying to get more money. Also, this is... The case is... That this guy, he did it, like, the the story of the little boy is true. Okay. He was 11, not 7. Okay. And he has a number of ominous occurrences, and then they call in Ed and Lorraine Warren, and then it goes into Arnie, and then Arnie kills his landlord, and then he serves five years. And that's the whole story. 
Okay. So nothing about the Bruja was real. No, so they, they made up the witch part. I, w- I mean, I'd be curious to see, like, what evidence the Lorraines came across. The Lorraines. The Lorraines. The Lorraines. <laughs> oh, God. The Warrens came across when they were, like, investigating this or whatever. But, yeah. I don't know. So, anyway, I would have probably gone with an... The whole witch thing. It There was too much going on. There was too... There was... Like, they were borrowing... Too much. From a million different movies, I feel like. It was too much. Yeah, it was... What would you have done? Not made this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like if if I was going to go with this, I would have stuck with Arnie. Like, I wouldn't have gone off with a different witch and she needed three people. And then we went to, with that girl, Jessica, and what the fuck was that about? Yeah, Jessica like, was, it was brief. It was so disjointed. Yeah. Like, I would have just stayed with Arnie. Yeah, I don't think they needed... Like, the other stuff was extraneous. It didn't do anything. Right. It was... Yeah, and I also... um, Like, I would have followed a court case like that. That would have been more interesting to me. Yeah, like, I would have liked to see them going about collecting the evidence. How the evidence was presented in court. How the court reacted to the evidence. Like, I would have liked to have seen stuff like that. That would have been way more interesting. It would have. I also... One very key thing I wouldn't have put in this movie... Lorraine. (laughs) A hundred percent. First of all, Lorraine's wardrobe. Insert 85 clips of me insulting her wardrobe <laughs> right now. This is going to take like five minutes. Why does Lorraine Warren dress like she's from the 19th century? Because she is. Okay. <laughs> Got it. Now we're in, our, we're in our country afternoon wear from 1897. Oh, you go in there, you're going to ruin your dress. Well, maybe she shouldn't have worn a dress to investigate the house. I'm just maybe saying. also shut the fuck up, Ed. <laughs> yeah, maybe also let's bring everybody into the 1981. And she looks like a candy striper. But first I have to go change into my evening gown <laughs> from 1896. Always up to the throat. Have you uh, noticed we are, that? I, I'm telling you, she's like from Victorian England with these get-ups. <laughs> Who is dressing Lorraine? Why is she dressing like a circus act? We've been transported to the Middle Ages. Oh, she's perfect. She fits right in. Yeah, we, yeah we're dressed to impress. <laughs> this is a shirt that Lorraine would wear, though. Big time. They could switch outfits. We wouldn't know who's who. Look at her sweater. I'm out of jokes about what year she's living in. <laughs> But anyway, um, she said this in the first fucking movie, and she says it in her annoying Lorraine voice, and it's, Ed, something terrible happened here. And I just, stop. That's so stupid. We get it, something terrible. That's what this also, is all about. Stop. Bitch, something terrible happened everywhere. Everywhere you go, there's so- Oh, another plot point. When they're in the hospital, why isn't she freaking the fuck out? Why aren't there ghosts all- Why isn't she reliving a million different things going on in the hospital? Another great point. She's way too calm and collected in the hospital. Mm. Oh, and she's- She's too worried about Ed. Yeah, she's too worried about Ed! And she's got her- She's using her rosary like a divining rod. I don't know. It was a lot. I don't know. It was a lot, gang. And her- God damn it, her wardrobe. Anyway, people. <laughs> people. People. Listen, gang. I if Watch you, this movie if you want, but... Yeah, but d- don't blame us if you don't like it, because we gave you the lowdown. It's trash. But, um, you know, if you do watch it, let us know what you think. If you think we're being a little too hard on Ed and Lorraine, let us know. I don't think we are at all. No. And, um, oddly, oddly it, enough... It doesn't say what he died from. <laughs> Oh, I could have sworn he died from a heart issue, but, you know, what do you think? What would you have done differently if you do watch this, you know, what, like... Or if you liked it, tell us what you liked. Yeah, if you did like it, tell us what you liked. Maybe, maybe we're just missing the boat on something. Maybe we're too hard. I don't know. Yeah, also, yeah, maybe we are. Maybe it's not. Possible. I don't know. I don't know. Maybe there's a Santa Claus, so... Tell us what you think. Yeah, tell us what you think. Thank you you know, so much for sticking with us for a hundred episodes. We hope you're, you stick with us for 2,000 more. Oh my god. 
I'm never stopping this thing. I love the podcast. You're all you're all coming with me. <laughs> Here you come. <laughs> and uh, and next week we'll be back to your regularly scheduled programming. I just regularly scheduled. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to go. I think the scariest thing of all was that. So. <laughs> But we'll be back to your. I can't do it. Fucking, fucking, fucking. Fuck Until next time. Stay strange. <laughs> <laughs>